Welcome to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. You'll learn how to navigate the global shift of consciousness and explore the deeper knowledge within. Welcome home. Now here's your host, Dr. Kelly Neff. Hi, everyone. I am Dr. Kelly Neff, and you are listening to Lucid Planet Radio here on Transformation Talk Radio. Stay with us for the next hour and let us help you experience healing, inspiration, and knowledge the first Wednesday of every month on Lucid Planet Radio. You can stream all of our podcasts for free on thelucidplanet.com, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, just search for Lucid Planet Radio. And remember, you can connect with me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, just search for Dr. Kelly Neff. Wow, um, if you guys are with me from the last show I did where we talked about how to cope with social isolation and quarantine, um, for many of us, the situation is either the same or worse or has accelerated. Obviously, there is a huge amount of strife and fear and anxiety circulating in the world, um, not to mention misinformation and confusion. And I wanted to do a show today that is about exploring hope and consciousness and kind of battling fear during this very difficult time. Um, fear, I believe, is one of the most toxic things that we can internalize right now um, that removes our goodwill, it removes our joy. Um, but it's very hard not to feel afraid when you know we're being told on the one side you know this virus is is like extremely deadly and very harmful and on the other side our economy is going to collapse and more people are going to die of suicide and starvation than the virus um you know many of us are feeling restless frustrated depressed stressed afraid um i know i have been cycling through the stages of grief and that some days are worse than others and, you know, sometimes it's just get get through it day by day. Sometimes it's hour by hour. Sometimes it's minute by minute, just trying to you know, hang in there. And it's hard because we say we are in this together, but many of us are in very different circumstances, um, whether you're working on the front lines or you're being forced to stay home or you're losing your jobs, we're losing our businesses, we're taking care of people who are sick or we're forced to stay away from our loved ones. Um, these are all different and stressful and challenging situations where it is really easy to lose track of our humanity. And all of this isolation is definitely taking a toll on our mental health, not to mention all of the fear and uncertainty that is causing us to lash out at each other on social media. We can feel like we are really lacking in goodwill. And yet, you know, so that that's kind of my rant that it's tough right now and I'm feeling it too. And I consider myself an optimist and a pretty positive person, but this has been rough, you know, and it's been about what, six, seven weeks now that I've been in social isolation. Um, just with the people that I live with. And it takes its toll on your mental health for sure. Um, but even still with all of this, you know, we are still seeing glimmers of hope and small random acts of kindness and reminders of our elevated human consciousness that we can rise above this fear. We can rise above, 
this all of this crap that's just weighing us down. Um, so today, I have a little treat for us, which is something to uplift us um, in these very difficult times. And I am waiting right now. I hope he makes it um, onto the show for author James Redfield, who wrote the book, The Celestine Prophecy. And for many of us, this was a very life-changing book. Um, for me, certainly I read it, I think it was about 25 years ago. <laughs> and it definitely jump-started um, my spiritual awakening and journey. And I've heard the same said by many people. Um, the books in his Celestine series are deeply beloved and people are once again reading them and sharing them with each other during these troubled times. Um, if you haven't read the book or if it's just been a while, um, essentially the book uses an adventure parable approach that has been called part Indiana Jones, part, part Scott Peck, and it created a model for spiritual perception and actualization that really resonated with millions of people and focused on the mysterious coincidences that occur in our lives. There's a big focus on synchronicity and hope and intuition. And the book quickly climbed to the number one position on the New York Times bestsellers list, where it stayed there for more than two years. And what I think is really cool is that I was reading this book and um, yesterday, you know, I, I thought I'd reread it and it was exactly what I needed because it was just a reminder of our intrinsic humanity and how we are connected. And it, it was one of the first books really at the start of the new age movement to talk about um, energy and vibration and raising your vibration and raising the vibration in your body by the foods that you eat, by connecting with nature and how you can send and give energy to each other. And this was in the mid nineties. And this was definitely pretty groundbreaking for the time to have it all summarized in this way. Um, and the book does a lot of just kind of offering a new perspective and a refresher, at least for me. So it was what I needed to read for sure. Um, yesterday after just going through the turmoil and the, the tumultuousness of the last couple of <laughs> weeks, months. Um, yeah. So I guess I'm still waiting on James to get on the line, but um, in the meantime, let's just take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about the Celestine prophecy. Stay tuned. Break your snooze button habits for good with the soul stretching sisters on the I am power hour with me, Terry J Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories. Aspire higher. And live a whole lot larger. To help you unleash your powered up. Pumped up. I am soul stretching success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at TracyLClark.com. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. 
Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Calling all moms. It's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, and loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power at work, home, and play. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms, helping everyday women create extraordinary lives every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit VibrantPowerfulMoms.com. Are you ready to awaken to your divine and true potential? Tune in to a Spirited Exchange Radio with me, Carrie Kadambi, every second and fourth Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We discuss the evolution of the modern mind and how the power of awakening, healing, and connecting allows us to step into living a life of love in action. For more information about me, visit TheDivineGuidanceGift.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Are you ready to transform your life and embrace magical experiences? Talking to Tannis with your host, Tannis McRae, is here to help you find your joy in life. Tune in live every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Let's awaken your experience and create the change necessary to take back your right to choose who you are. For more about Tannis, visit TalkingToTannis.com. Welcome back to the Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly, and I am here with best-selling author of the Celestine Prophecy and Vision series, James Redfield. Hi, James. How are you? Welcome. I'm good. Good. Excited to be out on the road again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, when you say out on the road, are you out of lockdown, or is this a virtual tour? Well, you know, no, we're, we're still constricted in terms of having events. But uh, in terms of radio shows like yours and uh, just, uh, you know, my own outreach, we're, we're keeping it going. So, um, you know, we're, uh, uh, I'm talking a lot about the re-release of the Celestine Prophecy. Yes, absolutely. Now, why, why now for the tour and why is it so important that it is now? Well, it's very interesting because, uh, you know, I, my publisher called me and just told me, said, what are you doing? Uh, there's something happening with Celsius Prophecy. What's going on? And I said, well, nothing out of the ordinary. And uh, and then she, she says, well, it's, uh, it's getting passed around uh, at, at, new, at new levels all of a sudden. And mm-hmm. we tried to um, really look at what it is that uh, was happening out there and you know, we just got a new pass along wave coming from really all the three of the biggest generations out there, but uh, also uh, among millennials and their older children who are, who are approaching college right now. So what's happening is, you know, it's kind of a new time in the world, I believe, because we have uh, because of, you know, what's occurring uh, and 
that we started this before the uh, you know the, the pandemic. But uh, yep. uh, what was happening was that uh, you know we have all these generations tuning in and asking the higher questions about life, and that's what the Celsian prophecy speaks to. Absolutely. And I know I certainly I read it when it first came out in the 90s and I was in high school and I recently I was saying in my intro, I reread it yesterday and it was kind of exactly what I needed. Um, just like a boost of like hope and kind of positivity and awareness in the midst of all this like horrible chaos and stress and fear that's circulating in the world. Now we're actually seeking out some medicine, something to make us take a deep breath and help us kind of get rid of that toxic fear, that vibration of toxic fear that's all around us. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, the the, uh, the antidote for fear or irritation even or anger, any of these things that are coming up right now for us being locked down, um, you know, the, the, the solution, of course, always is, you know, tuning into a kind of a higher inspiration energy, you know, connecting with this, this, uh, in, in a conscious way, you know, uh, asking the, the big questions about, you know, what what is my purpose? What do I really want to do? How do I get the world to open up for my creativity? You know, is this a spiritual world where that's possible? Does synchronicity really happen? Uh, what's going on with all that? And uh, it's, you know, there's there's an energy that people are, are finding, and uh, it's the energy uh, that uh, you know, I was in uh, when we w- w- when the Celtic Crossley was put together originally. So, you know, it's really fun to see that kind of searching and finding. People are discovering, you know, their highest creativity, uh, even in the midst of all this. Yeah, and and that's one of the questions that I had for you. I'm a writer myself. I wrote a book last year around the same time uh, that I've been in quarantine this year, but. I haven't been really feeling my creative flow. I have a lot of anger and frustration and kind of going through the phases of grief. And I think for many people, we have this downtime, but we're, we're having a hard time clearing our minds to use the downtime. Do you have any advice on kind of how to get into that creative flow right now? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's all in the self-seen prophecy. And, um, but, you know, what we're, what we're doing now, in my view, is we're, we're moving from just finding that, you know, getting reconnected with that inspiration energy, uh, you know, a kind of uh, higher purpose uh, awareness that, that we can get. Um, and we're moving from just the inside of it, that this is possible. Synchronicity yeah. happen. Yeah, uh, synchronicity meaning mysterious coincidences that that help us in life, that open up doors for our, you know, our secret ambitions to to do something with our lives and our higher purpose that we feel, you know, those things. And uh, uh, the way to find that, it, it, I believe right now, because we're moving from insight into that to the ability to sustain that higher level of inspiration energy and synchronistic flow in our lives so all that's in my view now because there's so many people asking the questions it it raises you know a kind of spiritual consciousness on the planet and uh it's never in my view and i'm telling people everywhere we we understand how to reach that flow how to find our 
most inspired emotions and and um, and purpose. Uh, we know how to do that now, and it's it's been a hundred years of the human potential movement that's finally drawing conclusions now, and people are starting to follow uh, a real path into the kind of life that that is possible for us. You know, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up about the last hundred years and kind of this movement. And one of the things I've loved about your writing is that you do give a historical context for understanding the evolution of human consciousness and human awareness. Um, I know in Celestine Prophecy, you start, you know, at, at, with the last a thousand years. And then um, at the beginning of the Celestine Vision, you talk about um, kind of the 1960s movement and progressing all the way through the 1990s spiritual awakening and i was just as i was reading that um the other day i was just so curious how you would evaluate the first two decades of the 20th century because on the one hand yes we have this massive health and wellness movement um, and people making healthier choices and caring about the environment but then on the other hand you have massive corporations that don't really seem to care about the environment and a lot of people who are just online having massive fights with each other all the time and so it's kind of like to me, at least, it feels very much like we are evolving, but we're, there's also a lot of toxic kind of murky stuff around us still. What do you think about that? Well, I, you know, I think that's exactly true. I mean, in these, these first two decades, we really have moved through um, – we, we've begun an integration of, you know, this – the spiritual side of life, the consciousness side of life, the caring about the future of humanity and wanting to be involved in a positive evolution. I mean, we're that's moved from just the mental idea of it to an actual uh, kind of actualization within us so that so that there's a possibility now now to to move into the consciousness that has where we have the ability to that sort of manifest more for our lives and 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 yeah. make sure that we're uh, we're we're helping uh, the, the humanity move forward. And uh, the thing the thing that's also been exposed though is just how much corruption there really is out there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. We're 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 doing this. No, and, and and not in opposition. I tell people all the time that you know it's not a war. You're trying. You're not trying to. Uh, you're not trying to at war with those who, you know, are secretly living in this big corporate conspiracy to uh, you to to make sort of economic slaves out of all of us, you know, and to reduce our possibilities of of what we want to create. Even even um, narrowing those. You know, to their own end, seeking their own ends. So it's you know you you don't want to point too much to conspiracies because it's all uh, manifest by fear. Uh, you know these big entities that want to control everything. They they um, they're in fear and you know, the only thing that seems to satisfy that is just more power over people. Um, you know they operate through these massive control dramas and uh yes. and, the, and the problem you know with that uh, you know with understanding the dark side is that they pretend to be looking out for everyone's best interest 
and they will yes. start talking about oh the environment this and the environment that and we need to uh, just if 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 everybody would just allow us to control a little more you know we could fix all the problems in the planet and and you know we'll we'll create a utopian you know kind of a socialistic uh, utopia but that's really not what they're creating what they're creating is pure fascism it's pure economic tyranny and you know all that goes with that so but again we have to we have to step back and really put this in perspective because it's about recognizing the the dark side and all these forces that want to uh, suppress what we uh, what we put on social media and what we give to our friends what we want to do uh, mm-hmm. with our lives you know we yeah, we're again. We're not at war with these people. This it does not work that way. As soon as you start yelling at some politician on the television, you're right there in the dark side with them. And <laughs> so, you know, it's the it's the Star Wars uh, uh, message. You know, you, you can't go to the dark side or you lose lose your connection. You know, your soul's connection with the, the best creativity that can come through us. So what we have to do is recognize that that's going on and realizing that the solution, in my view, is to stay in this positive consciousness and spiritual connection and, you know, watch for intuitive guidance that is there for us uh, so that we can we can do the right things at the right time to create what we want and to bring the message uh, to the world that we want to do. and. And again, that's uh, that's mean, that means staying on the light side. And I, and the good thing is at this moment, right now, we know exactly how to get clear enough to really step into that uh, that flow of creativity. You know, our best best creativity, uh, and understand that the, the the spiritual side of this universe you know, is here to help us do that. It's really all designed to help us step into this kind of flow. And um, it's very important that, uh, you know, that's what we we say out loud to other people and try to, to give messages to other people that, you know, this, you know, don't, don't get bogged down in depression about the state of the world because, you know, what is occurring on the side, on the consciousness side of things is really, very, very positive. And I love hearing you say that because it does feel like it's so easy to just see what's right in front of you. And, you know, you talk a lot in your books about vibration and energy and energy exchange and power and, you know, control drama. And, um, you know, it's it's definitely something that we're all witnessing that everybody's like, there's conflict all, of, all, all over the place. And, you know, especially with online communication, I think that it's, it's fair to say that people's control dramas are kind of being played out through this online fighting that's been happening. And it's, it's kind of worse now than ever. And obviously, you know, that's something that this is new to human communication. And I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on, you know, again, how to not get sucked into that because it does seem very, um, you know, like it's going to cause a lot of darkness and, and, anger and frustration in people um just based on kind of what how you wrote about human energy exchange and human communication in self-esteem prophecy versus what we're seeing now with online communication 
Well, this, let's just talk about the abilities uh, that come from the consciousness that we can develop and, and get in touch with that, that are occurring right now. In fact, I'll just go yeah. ahead and mention that we're, we're building out a community, a learning community about all this uh, yeah. on uh, my site, which is selfingvision.com. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's a place where people are interested in this. You know, if you want to, if you want to make progress with your life and become your most creative self, you know that I believe that we we really do know the how to get that going, how to how to start it, how to move into uh, that kind of flow in life. And uh, so this community is going to be about that. So you might want yeah. to uh, be in. In, in it, or um, and and wants to pursue information about it. Just you know, leave us. There's a there's a place on the website where people can leave their email address, and we will. Um, and we don't do those are all kept private, uh, as as everyone would ex- expect from me. So, uh, but they'll we'll give you up to dates and. Uh, uh, new information about uh, where we are with the process. We're about, I'd say, two or three weeks away from opening, but it'll be oh, about cool. all this in a very systematic way. But let's awesome. talk about just what we know about opening up our lives to that that kind of flow that's that's exemplified in the self-esteem process. And I think it all begins with self-awareness. And uh, that's interesting because, you know, we lash out, out of anger and all these lower emotions knock us out and, and you know we go to our own control dramas as self-protection and the the way to, uh, to go in in terms of the, the merging spiritual consciousness is to go in exactly the opposite way which means become aware of what pushes our buttons and become aware of uh you know what 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 particular emotions erupt in us that knock us out of out of our flow essentially mm-hmm. because if we if we're blaming others or fighting with others that's just uh, a, a symptom that we're not connected with our highest creative selves so again it's somewhat the self to catch a little bit of self awareness and then uh, then we have to uh, find our spiritual connection and you know we're not uh, this is all more about the, the, the scientific discussion about what these spiritual experiences are uh, than it is uh, creating anything religious you know people will choose their own religions uh, but this these knowing kind of a scientific uh, description of these experiences is a, is a good way to you know live in a, a particular religion but you know be about reforming that uh, and moving toward not just doctrine but the true experiences of spirituality so that's what that's what i talk about in my book you know it's 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 yeah. the conclusions i believe the human potential movement as a kind of scientific uh you know a scholarly discussion <laughs> of what yeah. these experiences are um and then the beginning to move into those. So, uh, again, it, it, we, once we sort of become self-aware, which is it's, it, the only way you – if you rise above yourself so that you 
realize what you know what our outbursts are or our control dramas are to try to make ourselves feel better in life. Uh, once you kind of look at those and, and and realize that that's not how we have to live, you know, exactly. the way the the and, and the way out of that is of course sitting with ourselves alone in a in a meditation kind of a process. Now, yeah. th- this process is being able to sit alone and quiet our minds. So no matter what, as soon as you sit down in meditation, if, if you've tried it, you know this is this is true. It's it is it's hard to be there in, in the silence because yeah. our our mental selves are programmed to say, "What are you doing here? You don't have time for this. You got to go look for a job. You know, you just lost your job. Yeah, all the things that come in, and uh, but you just have to say. You know, it's just 10 minutes. It's just 20 minutes. You know, just, right. you know, I can be quiet in my mind. And just every time something jumps up or you have a daydream about what you should do or any scolding yourself or whatever happens, you let it go. And you come back to the science, a quiet mind. You're just sitting there with yourself. Mm. And, the you know, we're, we're developing a meditation that I believe is super fast um, because the mantra of that meditation is speaking the the emotion of love. Now, yeah, the poets, all the poets have it right. You know, God is love. You know, you want to connect with this mysterious help that we have in life, then uh, you we have to feel, uh, remember all the times we've loved. And and try to feel that it's just a state, not not with an object, not love of a person or anything like that. You can call it loving yourself or loving the divine, uh, but it's a state. It's a state of love. It's an emotional state, okay? Just like anger mm-hmm. and fear and all the others. But it's mm-hmm. it's our true emotional state that gives us centers us in our life journey, number one, and it calms our emotions that knock us back you know when we get afraid or if we get angry and lose lose it you know it if you're practicing love and you're feeling that then that's the that's the master emotion of spiritual connection so it's you argue with some people who say oh that's too religious or too it's not um you know it's not strong enough it's you know love is weak well the exact opposite is true. If you want the strongest centered self, then you, and you want to calm your emotions, that's the way to do it. Because any a lower emotion, sometimes they'll still come and knock you out. But if you come back to love, and that's what you're practicing in a, in a meditation, coming back to love. And if you come back, sooner or later, after a, a time of meditating you are able to walk your walk in waking consciousness out in the real world centered with a quiet mind and a, and a, and a sort of a, a rocket-powered love, emotional stability. Now, that's just the beginning. The rest that comes in uh, is in our intuitive intelligence, right? Mm, yes, And yes. our intuitive intelligence is what gives us these, in intuitions to act 
on our problems, to act where, how, what to do about our dreams. You know, you get urges to do something, research this, this thing, research that thing, go talk to uh, a particular person that you run into, that you hear over here talking about something that you're interested in. You know, we have to learn how to, you know, uh, start up a conversation, you know, but that happens because that love base is strong. It doesn't care about who thinks, who's making fun of us or who might make fun of us or any of those things that you worry about. Uh, you don't worry about those. You're on a path. And then, then what happens if you follow your intuitions is you have these mysterious synchronicities. Now, the first thing these uh, mysterious synchronicities do is give you solutions to whatever you have. You lost your job. Okay, that's that's your question. What, how how should I pursue a job? Okay, you get intuitive information about that, and then a mysterious, and that'll lead you someplace where a mysterious coincidence will happen. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, have these mysterious coincidences concerning how they wind up with their jobs, current jobs, or how they yeah. uh, move to a better job, or how they found their 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 you know the love of their life. Uh, you know, it's all it's all available to us as a flow in life. And so, what happens is, if you use your intelligence, emotional, excuse me, our uh, intuitive intelligence, what happens is we get uh, a, a flow of synchronicity that solves our problems first. Then it starts. Uh, uh, then it starts to clarify our mission what our souls really want to do in life. Hmm. And so you can see now how it works. Now, I would, I would talk about the third step uh, into this, which would be uh, if, if meditation is the first step. But the third step into this is being on the right side of karma. Because yes. if you want your life to go right, you have to be a giver in life. Hmm. And... The, being a giver in life means that you, you're trying to be a synchronicity for some other person. You're, you're, you're scanning your intuitive intelligence to say that you'll get an urge to say something about how you handled a problem or you did this or how you took a growth step. And you'll, you'll have the urge to bring that up in the conversation with somebody. And if you do, if you do, and it, you, know, you build courage around this, if you do say it, Blurt it out in some way. Very often, you from the other person, you'll get. I needed to hear this. That that's exactly what I needed to hear at this moment in my life. Okay. So have you ever felt? You I've definitely felt that. I've definitely felt that. Sorry. That we can have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. No, you can continue. I just was thinking. I've definitely had where like I want to say something to someone and I feel embarrassed or I shouldn't, and then when I do, they're like, "I needed that so badly." It's, it happens all the time. That's right. And see, it yeah. happens normally. I mean, we're not talking about anything that's not already happening. We're talking about amping it up so that yeah. we have all of these incredible experiences of intuitive guidance and, and mysterious coincidences. And uh, But again, on karma, yeah. you have to be a giver. Okay, so here's what here's what the karmic design is. And people... You know, people argue with me about that, and I say, well, look, just test it out. 
you know, we the, the human potential movement, all these philosophers and mystics and everybody who's contributed for a hundred years, uh, are I believe there, the consensus is the karmic design in this world revolves around giving. So are you a giver of synchronicities to others? Do you think about that at least 50% of the time? Do you check in with your intuitions to help people? Uh, mm-hmm. Or do you not? Uh, if you do, if you're if you're really a giver, uh, and that means you're in line with the design of the universe, what happens is that you draw more givers into your world, right? Yes. And so uh, your synchronicity and all the magical moments um, come faster uh, because you're on the, the light side of life. You're you're helping, trying to create a better world, trying to help people along the way. Uh, but if you're a taker, okay, if you have these control dramas where you, uh, you know, you throw people off balance so they'll defer their energy to you and you feel better about yourself because yeah. you've dominated their energy, that's taking. That's taking, mm-hmm. whether you're unconscious of it or not. And what happens if you're a taker? And, and, and all the rest, if you, we just described the dark side, that's what they are. They're takers. Yeah. Totally. You know, they, they they take from each other. They think that's the only way to get rid of your fear about life is to feel what you want. So that's mm-hmm. the dark side. And if you're a taker, you just suddenly are – that's where you live. And so it's so important to to really make a uh, – make, make a, 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 a intention – to, uh, to move into the giver side and pay attention to that and get in the well, habit al- of that. And also, because can I just interrupt to say, can I ask you a question partial. real quickly? Um, sorry. So I also want to make sure, just to clarify, giving isn't always a physical thing, right? This is also in terms of love and energy, not just literally like giving people stuff, right? Well, yeah, you're talking about special, especially, uh, but it's sometimes it's tough. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> okay. recommend people, um, and, and this is the hardest time to possibly do it, but probably yeah. the most important time. Okay. I, I, I advocate what all the, the religious traditions say in some way, and that is to give a portion of your income to away. Just give yeah. it away. And you can start at 1%. You can start with $5. But what happens yep. is if you, you give, if you're waiting around, it opens your intuition because uh, if, you, if you have a, um, you know, you, you got 100 bucks, maybe that's a percentage of what you made, and you think, okay, who, where should I give this? You know, who, who, who am I supposed to give it to? It opens up mm-hmm. your intuitive intelligence. It's all kinds of crazy, not crazy, but amazing synchronicities happen. I've had, I had had money in my pocket to give away, and 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 I'm just waiting for an intuition on what to where to uh, where to give it. And I've had people drive up in an old junker car smoking and have it completely blow up right in front of me. Right. Oh my gosh. So that's yeah. pretty clear. I'm supposed to help that person with with the, 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 you know, the their car expense and yeah. that's exactly what i did and and so those are the kind of 
mysterious happenings that are so joyful, you know, in the yeah. lights out life. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just so much fun. Uh, but the thing is, move from taking to giving, because yeah. if you're if you're a taker, you draw other takers into your life. Mm. Uh, and you're you know, the I giver, used to, in, draw givers. In, in, at university, I I, uh, I did an internship at a prison, and mm. uh, full of and, and and was supposed to be doing a, a group, and did it really a group with uh, all thieves, right? <laughs> and they, yeah, you know, they would argue with me. You know, I was talking about, well, does that really serve you? <laughs> you know, here you are in jail. You know, you, you think that's a good way of life? And they say, well, why not? Because everybody else steals. And I and I looked at uh, yeah I, I, I talked to them about it and I said what makes you think everybody steals and they would say everybody steals from me all the time hmm. and I said well it's interesting because nobody's really ever stolen anything from me uh-huh. and so you see what happens on the dark side you they you get cynical because you know if you're if you're a, a, a taker then Pete you draw into your life other people who take very similar to you and yeah. so they take from you not as punishment but to show you the harm that you're doing so you can move on the other side as a giver the world is designed to be a spiritual learning experience and then once we learn how to move into the high creativity part of this life now i know this is for some people, this is just like, wow, I can't change my worldview that much. Uh, well, that's, maybe, that's but I think uh, but sometimes it possible. takes an extreme experience, though, and, and then things do change. You're uh, very interested in health matters, and so am I. Um, yeah. And it's it's amazing because it's a, a, a big part of the dark side out there wants to control our health. Yeah. They want to control what what we have to do. Uh, they want to they want to you know they want to put chips in our our hands. I mean, this is, <laughs> I'm not kidding about this. They no, want to put don't. chips in our hands so that so that you know they can you know create a, a new pandemic so that we we would have to uh, put more and more technology into our bodies. In order to, you know, they want to monitor us so we can't even uh, cross state lines unless we've had all our vaccines. You know, and uh, while <laughs> I'm not doing that, I'm not putting a chip in my hand. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> well, listen, that's what they want because they're not—they don't care about anybody's health. They care yeah. about the money they're making, inventing these pandemics, so so they can have a um, a, a new. A bunch of vaccines they can force everybody to take, and uh, I just want to say one thing about that. Uh, yeah, Russell, Doctor Russell Blaylock, Blaylock, yeah. and he's a famous neurologist who's looked at autism and other uh, areas. Uh, and there's no he 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 has a podcast, so listen to his podcast on vaccines, and cool. uh, he's a foremost expert. But he's been shunned of late because he's saying information that the big medical establishment uh, does not want to hear. And that is that every vaccine creates brain damage. 
in an adult uh-huh. or in a child. And we're seeing what what do they give children now? Twenty at a time, or 10, 10 15 at a time. Uh, so, listen, this is a hard wake up call for people who have children, and I'm sorry, uh, but uh, that's the way it is. Get get become aware of the damage that vaccines do. Thank you for that. Um, and yeah, and I, my my biggest thing is I encourage everybody to do their own research. And like, really look at peer reviewed research. Don't just read an article on the internet and say, I researched it. No. Did you look at the journal? Did you look at the sample size? Did you look at who published it and what their interests were? We can all train ourselves to this. And I I used to teach research methods. So this is like second nature to me. But I think a lot of people, we think we're researching stuff, but it's just confirmation bias. And we end up finding things that reinforce our point of view. But the, the information is out there. You just really do have to look for it. And I want us to say that because it's so easy just to believe everything the media tells us, but that, A, where's the fun in that? And B, it's usually not true. <laughs> so That's <laughs> true. And that's the dark side. And, and realize yeah. that, you know, w- what we want to do is move into this super creativity where we're intuitively guided by a higher part of ourselves that's really spiritual. And, uh, yes. and, and that we, you know, we... We keep doing that, and you know, I want to talk a little bit more about the insights or the, you know, the understandings about how the world really works uh, spiritually. Energy. I would love to do that, James, but we are almost out of time. If you can believe it, Um, I'm just asking if we can go any longer. But we are literally, we have like two minutes left. Um, That went by quick. (laughs) We should do. uh, (laughs) We should do a part two sometime. Yeah, we definitely should. But um, I'd love for you to close us out with, with a thought or two. Okay. Well, listen, if you want to if you want to explore this, prove it to yourself, start to intend to give energy. Okay? So set an intention. You know, just say to yourself, you know, I, w- I want to give this person looks down. I'm going to give them energy. Okay? Now, what you do is that you just intend that this – energy that comes from you know the the deepest part of you the loving connection part of you this is love energy that you send to somebody what happens is that if you do that and then you look for you know kind of joy on the other person's face while you're talking to them or whatever you're doing um you can see that that the the energy is uplifting them okay every religious tradition has has uh, all these scriptures about uplift others, right? And yep. if you uh, if you just look for the joy, and just look at for that expression, and and almost like you're you're almost helping them move into it by looking for it in the conversation, mm-hmm. then what happens is that it um, they'll just pop into this kind of joyful mood, and their move will move into that kind of joyful connection, and that's our birthright love-based love emotion all the time and one other thing about that if you when you intend to do that realize that the energy that that boost of energy is coming through you and, and flowing over to them which means that it's a way to keep yourself up keep yourself yes. in this spiritual connection place where all your best ideas about dealing with this pandemic uh, will will happen 
Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, James Redfield, for coming on the show today. And we will definitely do a part two. But in the meantime, I agree. Spread love, hold on to love, stay positive. Don't let this fear override your right to feel okay inside. You've been listening to the hit show, Lucid Planet Radio, with renowned psychologist and author, Dr. Kelly Neff. Tune in as we illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. This hit show will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake up to the greatest version of yourself. Learn how to navigate the global shift of consciousness as you explore the deeper knowledge, passion, and purpose within. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for upcoming show topics and to contact Dr. Kelly.